I heard the words come out of my mouth and I thought, gosh, it's true, Christy. You're just never satisfied. You just can't be, I wouldn't even say happy. I think saying that is taking it too far. I'm not saying I'm unhappy. I'm just never like, oh, I love it. I love me. You know, I love the way I look. And, and I can even take it away from bodies and the physical appearance and take it to my company. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I really am so glad that you're with me today, either watching on YouTube or listening on podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting the program. I just got done conducting five after hours with Christy events in Boise and a little girl came to see me. She was two years old and she said that uh, her mom told me that every time the little girl hears my intro on a video, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, the little two-year-old starts punching the air because you guys know usually I go pop, 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 and I throw a few punches, and now the two-year-old is doing that too. So it was so cute when she came up to me. She showed me how to do that. It was so sweet, and I got a picture with her. You guys are noticed um, if you're listening on um, a podcast, like if you're listening on some audio device instead of watching on YouTube, you won't know this, but I'm wearing a pair of glasses and I don't wear glasses normally. But a few things have changed for me over the past couple of years. And that is that I'm running an online company and I am online 16 hours a day, easily. Uh, right now I'm looking at you, I'm using my large iMac computer. It's one of those really, really big ones that sits on your desk, it's a desktop version. To my left, I have my MacBook and it's fairly big. To my left of that, I have my iPad, and then farthest to the left, I have my iPhone. Yes, so we are an Apple family. Everybody at Code Red uses a Mac. <laughs> and I am being bombarded constantly by blue lights, 16 hours a day, and it's constant. And so a few years ago, I started wearing blue light blocking glasses because I noticed I had quite a bit of eye strain during the day. And I noticed I was having a hard time sleeping at night because the blue light that I was being exposed to close to bedroom was preventing my body from making the melatonin it needed to help me fall asleep. I knew this was a problem. I learned this from Alex Sharfin, who is an influencer out of Austin and a nice guy. And uh, he always wears these glasses that are tinted. And I didn't understand it, so I started to uh, look into it. And I did my research and found out that blue light blocking glasses really, because of the day and age that we're in, because of so much exposure to blue light, that everybody's wearing them, or at least you should be wearing them. So what happens during the day when I'm exposed to a lot of blue light, I'm recording this, I'm recording other videos, that I, ha I wear my day wear glasses. And so I teamed up with Swanwick, and it's a company out of Australia, owned by two brothers, and I really like it. I've been partners with them for a long time and they're generous enough to offer a 15% discount to all Code Red Rebels and anybody that's listening to this, anybody that's watching this, because they really, they know the importance of 
wearing blue light blocking glasses. Now, these are the clear lens. These are the Daywear Swannies in the classic frame, and they're clear. So they're going to help you with the eye strain that you're going to get. But then for the night Swannies, the nightwear Swannies, they're tinted, and that's going to block 80% of the blue light. And they're just an excellent quality. I love the I love the family. I love the quality product. And 15% off to code Red Rebels when you use the code Rebels. So you'll notice that's why I'm wearing my Swannies. No, I don't wear glasses, but I do now because my company has uh, gotten so big and I'm, I'm online constantly. I can't get away from my phone. I can't. I mean, I don't I say I can't, but I choose not to. I choose not to be away from my devices at this point in my life. And this is just what I'm doing to help prevent my brain from getting strained and my eyes from getting strained. So I wear my day wears during the day and then I wear my tinted lens night swannies at night and that helps me sleep so much better. So if you find yourself, you don't have to run an online company in order to be able to wear these during the day, but all of us use computers all, all the time. I mean, I guess unless you're a lineman for the county or unless you are you know, like, uh, like plowing the fields or bucking hay or just out milking cows and you don't have any devices around you. Very few people are like that anymore. So it's really important, you guys, to have your blue light blocking glasses on. Most of us work in front of computers. That's just how we've evolved and that's the way our society is. We work from home. We work in front of computers and we're under a blue light. We're exposed to blue light a lot. So you really want to protect your eyes and protect your brain and just the strain. You'll feel a difference. All right. Anyway, I took too long to tell you all that, but I, I know I'm going to get a lot of questions when people see me like, oh, Christy, I didn't know you wore glasses. Well, there are a different type of glasses. And yeah, I do wear them now because uh, my life is different than it used to be. I used to train horses. I used to ride horses for 13 years. I used to, you know, I used to be in a gym all day long and my life is a lot different. I work, I sit in front of a computer a lot. And so I got to shift and flex um, with the changing of the times. And so do you. So that means getting, picking up your, your blue light glasses and uh, making sure you have a pair of these on uh, pretty much as much as you can. If you can have them on all day long, that'd be better, but wear them definitely two hours before bedtime and 15% off is a really good saving. So swanwicksleep.com. All right. I don't even know right at the time as I'm talking to you right now, I don't even know what I'm going to name this podcast. I think I'm going to name it something like, are you never satisfied? I don't want to make it too simple. I kind of want to make it catchy, right? But are you never satisfied? And as I'm even talking to you, I really haven't even thought this through. The only thing I really, and I don't, I don't know what direction I want to take this discussion because, but I, I just want to start this discussion with you. I want to open it up. And I want to start this dialogue and I want to be able to talk to you about it because it's something that I'm dealing with. And I think if I just at least start this conversation, then we can, we can open up this dialogue and keep going with it and we can try to come to some sort of conclusion. I don't know what the takeaways are going to be. I don't even know what's going to happen with this, but I know in my heart I need to talk about it. And if I'm feeling it in my heart, maybe you are too. And so, of course, I use myself as the guinea pig, and I always talk to you just straight up about how I'm feeling, and we can go from there. This has been something I've been battling with a lot, but just the other day, I bought an outfit, a workout outfit from uh, Dick's, and I put it on, and I felt fat, 
and I texted a picture and a video to my friend, Jen Luddington. And I said, Jen, and I, it was a video and I had my phone up on the tripod and I, I turned the camera on video and I backed up and I said, Jen, I said, I need your help. I said, I need to know if you think I look fat in this. I said, do I legit look fat or do I, am I battling with some sort of body dysmorphia? Like, am I, is this legit or am I just being stupid here? Like, am I crazy? And I backed up and I showed her the part of the outfit that I did, the part of my body and the way that the outfit fit my body and how it looked. And I sent that to her and she replied right away and she told me her opinion. And it kind of just made me start to think about this. Are you never satisfied? And I asked myself, Christy, are you never satisfied? Are you always dissatisfied? Are you always kind of, I mean, you can turn this around and say, I'm striving for more. And I think that's a different way of saying I'm never satisfied. Also, I caught myself during the after hours with Christy events in August. We had five events in the Cottonwood Grill in Boise, two on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. And it was great. It was just great to be able to be together after being apart for so many months. I mean, you guys know that's awful. Um, so even though it was a 50% capacity for us, for the normal size of our events, it was still great to be with everybody. And I heard myself say to the group, cause we have a session where I open up while everybody's eating. This comes our after hours with Christy comes with a meal while everybody's eating. I'm welcoming them. I'm talking about the origins of code red. We do a Q and a, and I just talk about common questions and it's really a great cause it's an intimate setting. And I remember somebody, I don't, somebody said something about me like, oh, Christy, you have such a great body. You know, I, I really just want your body as a goal body. I really want to get to, to where you are. And I don't see that at all. And I said to them, I, you know, you never want to downplay someone's compliment. You never want to negate it by saying no, no, no. You know, and I say, oh, you know, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much for saying that. I really appreciate it. To me, I don't see myself as that. You know, we all have body hangups. To me, I'm just never satisfied. And I heard the words come out of my mouth and I thought, gosh, it's true, Christy. You're just never satisfied. You just can't be, I wouldn't even say happy. I think saying that is taking it too far. I'm not saying I'm unhappy. I'm just never like, oh, I love it. I love me. You know, I love the way I look. And, and I can even take it away from bodies and the physical appearance and take it to my company. You know, when I first started Code Red four years ago, over four years ago, I was on Idaho State food stamps. And I remember saying to myself, if I could just make a thousand dollars, if I could just make $5,000 and, and I'm not gonna, and I'm not downplaying. I mean, you can listen, I don't need to say this to you guys, but I'm going to say it. I'm not saying that that is not a lot of money. I'm not saying that, that it's nothing to me now, but it's funny how I used to just dream about that kind of money. And now if I made that kind of money, I would be, I mean, the whole, my whole Code Red team would get ripped a new one. You know, I'd be like, we're not making like what, you know? And so it's just funny how I used to think if I could just make a million dollars. And then I was like, if I can just hit 5 million and then if I could just hit 10 million, if I could just hit 30 million and it, it just doesn't seem to ever be enough for me or I never seem to be satisfied. Now we all have a number in our head, whether it's weight, 
whether it's your the amount of money that you're, you know, financially, whether it's your run times on your 10K or your 5K. And we all have a number that we strive for. And I don't think that that's bad. I don't think any of this is bad or good. It just is. I'm just sharing my heart with you and it might help you kind of take a look inside yourself. So I don't think it's bad to always strive, but I don't think it's good to never be happy either and content. Content, that's a word that I struggle with as well because I am just not content with where I am in my business or my marriage or my body goals or my being a pet parent to Annabelle. I want to strive for more all the time. And I think that's a dangerous uh, line that you walk because in the meantime, while you're striving for more, sometimes you can be unhappy with what you have. And I don't think that's good, but I keep myself in check and I'm jumping around here back to my body. I keep myself in check. Um, you know, how many times Christy, have you ever really looked in the mirror and liked what you saw? And I can count on one hand, the amount of times that I looked in the mirror and liked what I saw, you know, and it's funny. I, and I know exactly when those times were, you know, and I don't know. I, I, I kind of say to myself, I think that you need to have more satisfied times than dissatisfied times, Christy. Like that's not, you know, more good days than bad. And I'm not saying I have bad days with, with regard to my body, but I definitely have more unsatisfied days than satisfied days. I don't think that's really very good and healthy. And that's something I need to work on, you know, for myself. And that's just something I'm sharing with you. That's why it's so, I love when I get to see rebels in person or in any way, shape or form, or they send me a message, they send me a video, I see them online or I see them in person is always my favorite. And they genuinely look at me and I'm, I'm right next to them. I got my hands on their shoulders and they genuinely look at me and said, I love my body. I'm so happy. I mean, I, I love that. I love that they are so happy. Like I, I almost envy that, you know, I always like, Wow to be so happy, to be able to look and say, I'm so happy. And they mean it like they're oozing with pride and joy and happiness and love for themselves. And I feel that for them too. And I don't believe that you should have to be skinny or a size six or something like that to be able to be happy with yourself. But for somebody to come up to me and say that, I think that's amazing. I mean, that to me is the ultimate. That is just so satisfying as a coach and as the owner of Code Red, for, it fills my love cup like you wouldn't believe. I, my love cup just over the top. I absolutely, that's the ultimate reward for me, for someone to come up to me and wrap their arms around me and say, I love my body. My husband loves my body. I feel so good. I have so much energy. I am not on medication. So that is a really neat thing that I get to experience and something that I don't take lightly, but I don't say that about myself very often. And so I guess talking to you about this, at what point does it become a problem when you're never satisfied with yourself and you're never satisfied with your marriage and you're never satisfied with your finances and you're never satisfied with your kids and you're never satisfied with your job? At what point do you change it? You know, we all have the ups and flows. We all have the ups and downs, but when there are more downs than ups, I think that's when it, you really got to have a good, hard, long look at yourself. Something I shared with the After Hours group, and I'll share it with you, is when I worked with Chris Gethin, I went through his um, transformation program uh, 
12 weeks, 12 weeks. So approximately three months solid of working with Chris every day. And it was a very, very intense program, all encompassing, very in-depth, very intense. It was like a full-time job in and of itself. And then I also held down a full-time job, you know, and trying to be a pet parent and, and a wife to my husband. And it was intense. And when I came off of those 12 weeks, I got down pretty lean and I had a photo shoot taken. You guys have seen me in my Carol Baskin bikini. If not, go look that up. It's a really, I call it the Carol Baskin bikini. Some of you guys are laughing. You guys, it's like a, le a cheetah or a leopard or, you know, like a, you know, spotted bikini. And when I was standing in the room, I remember being ha fairly happy with my body during that photo shoot. And I remember feeling so good. But right after that, because I had gotten down so lean, it really was a little bit low for me. And I was unable to maintain that without 100% concentration every minute of every day on what I was eating and drinking. And you have to, and what I told the after hours group, the guests at the events, I said, it has to boil down to what, how much do you want to pay attention to this? How much do you, how hard do you want to work to stay down that low? So for me, staying down at 151 was not. I wasn't willing to put in that much work in order to stay down. My goal weight was always 154. And so staying at that weight was much easier than staying three pounds below. So it ends up, my weight popped up pretty quick, you know, just rehydrating and, and paying attention possibly to other things rather than measuring out every single drop of every gram of every morsel and possibly, you know, ordering a calamari at dinner with date night with miles, you know, certainly not going off the rails and certainly nothing that any of you would consider probably even cheating, but it kind of just boils down to it. But when I stepped out in front of the camera, I could say, oh, I'm pretty happy with my body, but I haven't been happy really any other time other than that. And so we're talking, you know, I can count on one hand the times I've been happy with my body and I'm 44 years old. That I think is not good. And I don't think it's right. And I don't think it's very well balanced. And I think it's, it's good. I heard Jay Cutler, who's a professional bodybuilder, um, say, I think bodybuilders have to be just a little bit crazy. And I agree with him on that. And I think in order to maintain the amount of muscle that I really look at and want to maintain, you got to be a little crazy and you got to be a little bit off your kilter a little bit, you know, like, okay, they're a little bit obsessed because it boils down to how bad do you want it? Christy, do you want to maintain that amount of muscle and that low fat percentage all year round, then you're going to need to put in this amount of work. If you put in that amount of work, it's going to sacrifice and take from other areas of your life. So it took me having a talk with myself saying, either do it the way that Chris had you do it in order to get down that lean or be happy with your body the way it is. So there's got to be, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. There's got to be a happy medium where I do wake up and as a whole, I am somewhat satisfied with the way I look. And this goes for you too. This has to be a point where you can maintain good health and a good goal weight for yourself and truly be happy with what you see in the mirror, you know, and I'm not, I don't think that for me to be happy, it wouldn't mean that I needed to look like a 22 year old. And it wouldn't even mean that I needed to look good in a bikini. You know, we all have our standards of what we think looks good and how we, what we feel. And there are certain things that you're willing to tolerate on your body and still feel really good. And I fully support that. We did a podcast here, I think a couple of months ago, talking about the five pillars of health. 
talking about making sure triglycerides are under 150, that blood pressure is at or under 120 over 80, that your A1C is under 5.7, that your waist circumference was under 40 inches for a man, under 34 inches for a woman. And what was the fifth one? Ugh, I can't remember the fifth one. You guys will have to go back and, uh, and remind me. And we really want to back up our focus instead of just looking at some little bit of cellulite and being upset about that and back up and say, hold on a minute. You know, I'm, I'm, as I'm talking, I'm trying to think of that fifth one. I got to let it go. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You know, this is not, let's look at the pillars of health. Let's look at the overall health of somebody. Let's make sure that this person is you know, it, you're talking about being off medications. You're talking about um, no more pressure on your knees uh, and this and that and this and that, the energy, the confidence, the clear brain, that half of your grocery bill now because you're not eating out all the time and you're not having junk food all the time. So I encourage people to back it up and look at the bigger picture. And I think I need to do that for myself. I need to back it up and look at the bigger picture and understand that my husband thinks I am attractive. He even likes me 20 pounds heavier. Miles, I was 20 pounds heavier when Miles first met me 10 years ago. And he loved that. I also had long blonde hair. He loved that too. He loved that. And so my weight fluctuating and flexing doesn't make a difference on whether he's attracted to me or not or loves me or not at all. Not And your husband, I can promise you, it doesn't. that's not the case with your husband either or your spouse either. Your spouse is not, that does not determine whether whether your spouse is attracted to you or not, really it isn't, because it all boils down to your confidence. You have to do this for you. You have to be able to come up with a, a test for yourself, come up with a measuring stick, come up with a set of standards that you can live by. And I also don't believe in letting those standards get away from you. They're, the standards are way too low that you can get away with Domino's pizza three times a week and your weight fluctuates 20 pounds. I don't believe in that either. I believe it's a slippery slope. When you've been heavy and you've lost the weight, you do have to adhere to a set of rules and safeguards so that you don't gain your weight back. But being satisfied, being dissatisfied, that part you need to kind of back up a little bit and say, all right, you know, I would like to have $1 million uh, saved, you might say, by the time I retire. And that way I can go into retire with one million, go into retirement with $1 million. If it ends up being maybe 850000 maybe there's a little bit of flex room and maybe there's a little bit of wiggle room in there. I don't think we need to be dogmatic and we need to be rigid with our uh, standards. We need to have a little bit of flex but then again, I'm not real flexible person on in other areas of my life. You know, I'm hard on the people that work for Code Red. I expect what I expect. I put out some very, very big goals for myself each year with Code Red. I've been able to double our income every quarter. I mean, that comes with, that's pretty remarkable. When you go from food stamps to 10 million in three and a half years and to build the kind of company that I've built with the help of the Code Red team members and the community, that takes a lot of hard work and that takes being relentless and not flexing and never ever backing down. You never take your foot off the gas pedal. So a lot of people would look at that and say that that's unreasonable. You know, it's unreasonable to never take your foot off the gas pedal. Well, okay. It's unreasonable to, to not take vacations and not take days off. It's unreasonable to not take breaks. It's unreasonable, Christy, to work 16 hours a day and expect your staff to work just as hard. You know, that's unreasonable. Okay. Well, May, possibly. I, I definitely don't have this nailed, you guys. This is the way I'm wired. I have very big goals. 
And, you know, I, I want what I want. And so I think also never being satisfied I, I can definitely go too far. And I think that, you know, if I have a certain set amount of money that I want to have saved so that I can retire in comfort, possibly giving myself a little bit of flex room. For example, you know, I had some 2020 goals before in December, I made up my 2020 goals for my company and they were some lofty goals, some huge, huge goals and COVID hit, right? And I started to, you know, James, my business coach, he said, you know, we might need to flex and shift a little bit. And I, and then Miles, the company's CFO, he said, Christy, you know, your first and second quarter look really good, especially consider the situation. And at first I got really mad and I was like, you're giving me an out here. You know, you're letting me off the hook all because of COVID. I don't think that you should do that. I don't think that we should let ourselves off the hook. I think we should still be plowing forward and pushing towards these goals and facing the consequences of not hitting them. So I don't think that's a real healthy attitude either. You know what I'm saying? So Boy, I mean, there has to be a little bit of flex here. And I definitely don't have the flex. And I think that's something I need to work on. And maybe you need to work on that too. And it is something that I definitely want you enjoying the journey. Joyce Meyer, I have been listening to Joyce Meyer Ministries for years. And she has a, a her show is called Enjoying Everyday Life. And definitely she focuses on enjoying your life, certainly we're not all where we want to be, but we're not where we used to be. And that's where we need to be happy with that. And I've gotten better at saying, I'm so happy with the progress we've made for 2020, for example, you know, I'm so happy. Okay. We might not have hit the numbers that I projected, but we hit these numbers and we did experience growth. We didn't lose employees. I mean, let's focus on the good. And I've been able to do that. You know, Hey, Christy, maybe your weight is not as low as that photo shoot in the Carol Baskin bikini, but look, you're still maintaining good muscle mass. You still have a fairly decent definition and you feel good and you can train hard and your back doesn't hurt, you know? So it is good to look for the bright side and look for the good and try to stay balanced instead of never being satisfied. And I'm preaching to myself just as much as I could possibly be preaching to you right now. We have to back up our view of things. We have to back up our view of our marriage. You have to say, hey, we've got more good days than bad days in my marriage. You know, you got to back up our, our, the view of our kids. All right, well, my kid failed math, but straight A's and all the other subjects. Of course, not letting our kids off the hook, but let's look at the bigger picture. You know, this kid's got great reasoning, great negotiating skills, very comfortable in public, is well-adjusted, does their chores, goes to bed on time, eats really healthy. Okay, your kid's struggling in math. Your child is still going to be a good contributing member of society and make something really great of him or herself. So let's not completely just absolutely go off, you know, the deep end over the, you know, the, the C in math or flunking math. Like I did when I was in school, I was not good in math until I got to college. So you know what I'm saying? And we can be this way. I get so frustrated with, with, with my dog, Annabelle. Dang, I just, dang it, you know, Annabelle, I might got, and then I said, Chrissy, we're talking about a dog you adopted from the shelter as an adult where she came from an abusive home. She never runs away. She stays around the house. She's so snuggly. She doesn't bark. You know, there's so many good things that she does. Don't get so hung up on the one thing you wish you could change. 
you know, that she's obsessed with the UPS man, right? You know, she'll run out of the front door and run and jump in his truck. All right. So if that's the worst thing I got to deal with, with this dog, it ain't the end of the world. And so look at yourself. And if you've made progress on your weight loss journey, and if you're moving in a direction of better decisions, and you might be losing slowly, but you're still losing, you're still moving forward. This is good. You might not be saving 10% every paycheck like you set out on your New Year's resolutions. Maybe you're saving 5%, maybe 1%, but you're still saving. You're not putting yourself into more credit card debt. Maybe your husband still doesn't pick up his socks, but by golly, he's not out sleeping with other women. You know, like, let's try to enjoy what we've got without caving and just compromising on everything. Let's enjoy the journey. Let's try to be happy in the journey. You can be content with your progress. That's a great way to say it. I can be content with my progress and still be moving forward in my goals, still be chipping away what I want, whether it be my body fat percentage, whether it be my finances, whether it be my marriage, whether it be my company, I'm still moving forward. I'm still chipping away. I'm still making progress, even if it's small progress. It's still progress. And I think that's what matters. I think that's the bottom line. I'm kind of preaching to myself here. I think it's what matters is that we are just making some sort of progress. Is it the best you could do? Like I say to people on a custom program, I can go faster than this. Oh, you know, some people don't want a custom program. They don't, and they don't want to go faster than this. They are okay with losing 10 pounds, you know, every challenge or whatever their rate. I'm like, I can get 10% off of you every month. This, I, you know, come on, don't you want more? Aren't you driven for more, more, more? They're making progress and that's okay with them. And you know what? Ultimately, that's okay with me that that's okay with you because I really only want you happy and I really only want me happy. So talking this out with you, this helped me. So thank you. And I hope it helped you to try to put in perspective, maybe trying to find a good balance in your life, being content with the journey while still moving forward. I still might name the podcast, um, are you never satisfied? <laughs> Just because you want a catchy name, all right? I mean, it's all about catching names, right? Instead of moving forward in the process, you know, you can't bore people. They got, they got to want to listen to your stuff, right? I enjoyed spending this time with you. I appreciate so very much your ratings and reviews. I appreciate you buying products from the people who sponsor my programs. You know what that does? When you buy those products, Redmond Real Salt, Code Red Olive Oil, Swanee's, Lakanto, The Butcher Box, all the companies that we have set up partners with, uh, when you buy those products, that money that we get, we get a percentage of that sale, Code Red does. And that money goes back into Code Red and helps me produce more products for you. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. That does not go unnoticed. Nut Pods, Outer Isle Gourmet, all those companies that we endorse, they believe in Code Red too. And so by you buying their products using my discount code, not only does that give you a discount, but that actually earns, we earn money at Code Red. And I always want you to know that. And that helps me tremendously to be able to create more programs for you and things that are going to help you. I'm always trying to think of ways to help you. 10poundtakedown.com is always the best place to start. Don't do it on your own. You're going to have so much more success if you get through a challenge, if you go through a challenge, because every day I'm going to come to you live and I'm going to teach you something 
that you didn't know about the Code Red lifestyle and about the proper human diet. It's not just about Code Red. We People say, well, I eat Code Red, and we say that all the time, but it is the proper human diet. It's a species-specific diet that we as humans were created to eat. So call it Code Red or call it the proper human diet. I don't care, but it's real food. It's not Pop-Tarts and, and SpaghettiOs, all right? It's not caramel macchiatos and Red Bulls. It is the re it's real food, and it's just a few basic rules. So the 10-pound takedown is always going to be your best bet. We have one every month, 10poundtakedown.com. So join us. Let me show you. Let me show you a better way. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.